0: If it's the glory of God to conceal a matter and the glory of kings to search it out, then queen, we have a few questions to ask and a few conversations to have. I am your host, Liv Dooley, and I cannot wait to introduce you to some of the women who inspire me to fall more deeply in love with the word of God and worship in the everything. I am so grateful you were here. Let's go on and get to work. Hey y'all, it's me Liv and I am so excited you are back for another QT episode. If you're new around here, welcome. Some of you who attended the Call to act conference, messaged me on Instagram to share that you had just subscribed to the podcast. And sis, we want you to know that we have been waiting for you. But if you're new and you're not quite familiar with what QT stands for, it's just a little quality time. And today I am here with our co-host, Ty. Ty, girl, how are you? I'm doing great, Liv.
1: It's always good to be back talking to you and having some QT. Feel so special. How are
0: you? I feel special. I do. I do. I love this time. I love our conversations. And I'm really excited to get into this conversation. We have been talking all season long about worship. And today we're going to talk about some of the distractions that sometimes come to mind in worship. For those of y'all that don't know, Ty is a worship artist. She's a poet and a hip hop artist. And so she really leads people in worship from large spaces in front. Uh, but we know that worship is a lifestyle and that everything that we do involves worship as we dedicate it all to the Lord. And so we're going to be talking a little bit about what can distract us both as we prepare to minister in front of people. And as we go throughout our regular everyday lives, because <clears throat> it's a struggle sometimes. It's a struggle, sis. Life be life a struggle. <laughs> It'd be life in. <laughs> My goodness, (sighs) we've been talking about Saul. And so we're kind of beginning to look at how the biographers compare and contrast Saul's character with the others who are emerging. And one of the things that just kills me about Saul are the number of distractions that he gave into. And so in his early life, I do have some empathy for the brother because I understand those distractions. I understand the desire to please people. I understand the fear of what will happen if you fail to wait. I understand the anxiety that can sometimes push us out aside of the place of prayer and worship. However, it is incredibly important that we learn from him and his mistakes. And so I want to ask you, what kinds of things distract you whether it be in your day-to-day life and just how you're going through your day, even more specifically as you prepare to pray or prepare to um, just spend time with the Lord. And is that any different than how you may feel distracted if this is ever the case um, when you're preparing to minister? Do do you deal with distractions?
1: Yes, yes. So I'll I'll address the distractions when I'm preparing to minister, right? So mm-hmm. um usually I have some sort of green room and usually my husband is with me. Back in the day when I would go to different cities, it was like all these people had come to see me, friends or maybe people from online. And so I would tell them, oh, come back to the come back to the green room, there's snacks. <laughs> so All of a sudden there are all these people in there and they're all there with great intentions, you know, and I'm happy to see them. And I know we're going to have a time of prayer, but it's, it starts to get distracting and overwhelming. And before you know it, time has passed and you're like, oh my gosh, I have to go minister in 10 minutes. And I've been catching up with you for the last 45 of these. And so I I've had to learn over time. I want to see these amazing people, but I cannot see them beforehand. I have to see them when I'm afterwards, after I've gone on the stage, God has used me for his glory and then we can have all the fun. (laughs) So people have been, (laughs) have been the number one distraction when uh, preparing to minister. And usually I like to go out early and see, you know, who else is ministering, watch what else is happening. But if I'm doing a piece that I've not done before, I will, I can't because my my mind will just start exploding oh my gosh am I going to remember the words and all the all the nerves because after all these years I still get nervous and so I just have to save the fun stuff <laughs> for afterwards because it that that is distracting um when it comes to preparing to minister when it comes to being at home or having quiet time with the Lord the distraction is the phone I have to put it, over yonder, like, yeah, <laughs> it has to be as far as me as, from me as the east is from the west. Like, it cannot be close because any proximity, I just, it's like, I'm just, my flesh is just like, the phone is, it's right there, it's right there, get it. And my brain just keeps telling me, get the phone, get the phone. Um, So that's a big distraction. And then being tired, mm-hmm. like, oh, I just feel, all of a sudden, I've had all this energy all of a sudden now the tired spirit wants to jump on me. Mm-hmm. Um, so really pushing through the flesh and just feeling like okay, I don't even know if I'm awake, I don't know if my words are making any sense. And Holy Spirit is like, it doesn't matter, just draw nigh. Yeah, draw nigh.
0: Yeah, I so feel that. As for me. What about yeah. you? Girl girl, it's the same in different ways, right? Um, but people are definitely a large distraction. And what's crazy is that they don't even have to do anything. So if I'm in my quiet time, I find that I will sometimes often get distracted wondering like, oh, I wonder how so and so is doing. I should check up on them. Now that is important. I don't want to <laughs> underestimate the value of checking up on your friends and your family. However, why is it that when i finally sit down to pray i am now interested in getting caught up on everybody else's lives <laughs> so, i think it does kind of signal to me that i need to slow down a little more often because others would definitely come to my mind and you know i would find the time even to reach out to them if I was sitting and slowing down instead of just scrolling on social when I, when I call myself checking up on my friends. um, So that is one thing. They don't even have to do anything for me to be distracted by them. But the other is when I'm preparing to minister and y'all already know worship is everything that we do in every way, because we or servants of the Lord. And so whether you're leading a small group or you are preaching from a pulpit, it's all an opportunity to lead worship. And so when I'm preparing to share with others about the word and I begin to pray, I have to be really intentional about praying for every single speaker. And praying for every single worship artist, intercessor, anybody that I know who is connected to the event, or even just positions, whether I know who they are being filled by or not. Because I often find that as I am preparing my message, I'll be wondering, oh, I wonder what they're going to preach about. What if we preach about the same thing? Oh my gosh. (laughs) I'll be wondering, you know, like, hmm they're really good. How on earth am I about to stand in the same space? And we know that that's not what it's about. And so I have found that when I begin to pray for them, when I begin to pray that the Holy Spirit would line up our words so that we can just be a cohesive unit that brings glory back to him, it really does help me to shed those distractions. And today I was reminded of 1 Corinthians chapter three, verses six through nine. And this is one of those scriptures that the Holy Spirit often brings back to my mind when I begin to grow worried about my part in a specific place where I'm going to minister. And so Paul says, I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the growth. So neither he who plants nor he who waters is anything, but only God who gives the growth. He who plants and he who waters are one, and each will receive his wages according to his labor. For we are God's fellow workers. You are God's field, God's building. And so... It reminds me that I need them to be as focused as I'm trying to be, that I need them to hear as I'm trying to hear, you know, that I need to, you know, be in his presence like I know they're in his presence, that I need to be as concerned by his word as I know they are as concerned by his word, because we are there to support one another. And we are there to point everybody back to the father. It is not about how amazing was that word? How many people want to take pictures with us after that is not what this is about. It is about ensuring that God gets the glory. And so I have to be really intentional about that, but you already know the Holy spirit is super sweet. And when I'm stressing, (laughs) he's like, I got this. <laughs> Amen. 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 Yeah. That focus
1: has to be on, on, it has to be vertical. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And it's so many different things. And of course, isn't that what the enemy wants? To make us think about all these things or to even feel as if we might be in comparison or competition with one of our sisters or brothers who is there to do the same thing. There to facilitate a space of freedom for people to grow closer to the Lord. And so I'm always really conscious of that. And I probably learned this maybe 10 years or so ago and it's been freeing. So now I try to get ahead of it. And I just start praying and covering the event in prayer well before my nerves even hit which they will well before, you know, the comparisons even start, which sometimes the enemy does attempt to bring them up, but I try to get ahead of it by just ensuring that I am praying fervently for each and every event that I get to be a part of that I get to show up to, um, even as an attendee, because Hey, I need y'all to hear,
1: <laughs> I need y'all to hear right,
0: from the Lord. <laughs> um and you know all of that all of that so that's probably what i would say it's people for me it's definitely people but the sleep girl the sleep too because you know it's not until it's you people down. and sometimes people is me sometimes i'm the people <laughs> right sometimes
1: it's just me so my my question for you is how do you how do you push past those distractions the distractions that can interfere with your worship? How do you even get through?
0: I think accountability is really helpful. I've already shared that the Holy spirit holds me accountable through prayer. Absolutely. 100%. And I'm so grateful for his leading. I'm so grateful for how he impresses, you know, just the opportunity and the need to pray on our hearts. But above even beyond that, I will, I have one or two friends that I convince to that I can share like, I'm stressed out. I don't know what I'm doing. Pray with me, you know, kind of thing. Um, so that's really helpful. And I also do the same when it comes to my personal prayer time. I always feel stronger, especially knowing that I have accountability, that I have someone there to help me in it. But even beyond that, y'all, I got prayer teams that I'm connected to. So if your girl is out here, like just, you know, sleeping through all of the prayer sessions, people will start to check up and be like, Liv, we have not seen you. Where are you? What are you doing? When are you getting that prayer time in? And I just think that that is so important because once again, we can't do any of this by ourselves. And I personally use the example of prayer Because I think that's what centers and focuses me most to enjoy worship in other areas as well. I noticed that when I don't pray as much, then other things start to slide because that is my love language. And that is how the Lord and I most often meet together. But I do know that there's other opportunities, right? And so when I say other areas start to slide, you know, I start to pull out some different types of music. I start to watch a few different things. I spend time on social media much more than I'm ever on it ever. (laughs) And so things just start to slide, you know, and it's that prayer that really keeps me grounded and helps me to focus on inviting him into the rest of my day. I really appreciate the people that help me to remain accountable and um I guess responsible in that place.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely agree with the accountability and having I I don't know if I have a prayer team or teams, but I definitely have friends like you and others who I know are praying and, and my husband. So I have that accountability and I'm grateful for it. Um a lot of times I've I've started to visualize myself like casting the distractions aside and handing them over to God. Like I have to close my eyes and actually see myself doing it. And that's helpful to like get past the distractions. Like, okay, anything that I'm the phone, okay, my mind, I'm I'm throwing that phone at you, Lord. Throwing it up to heaven. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then also like praying a, a simple prayer like Lord help me to focus only on you right now. And that's like my SOS. Like God, I I just can't stop the thoughts that are flowing through my brain. So help me. I need, I need help. Lord, (laughs) you already know this. Also like quick scripture. Like I pull up a scripture really quickly or I pull up a, a song and that helps to just calm me on the inside. And it's like, okay, now it's, I'm preparing my heart for worship. It's like, I feel it, but is it like, it's kind of like when you knead the dough or whatever it's called. My husband's a chef, not me, but you know, you know, you put your fingers in the flour and you soften up the dough and stuff. That's what that worship music does for me. It just softens my heart and then it's okay. Holy Spirit, I know you're here now.
0: Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. There is someone that I have been playing. I'll repeat y'all. Her name is Abby Gamboa. And this chick is so, my goodness, it's so anointed. And so I feel that because I I will put on some music and it will help to call me. Although the other day I did put on some Fred Hammond and also had a whole little dance party. And that was just <laughs> as <a feeling. laughs> I get down with the old school gospel y'all I uh, and I know I did just call like 90s and early 2000s old school but I mean it kind of is so <laughs> Fred was the Fred Hammond was the first Christian concert I went
1: to after I got saved like what? I didn't even know who he, yeah I didn't I had no idea who he was um and my Christian friends were like our church was going to an event at a water a uh, theme park. And he was ministering there. I guess that's why they were going.
0: <laughs> and he was the first person I saw live. I was like, this is awesome. That's what's up. That's what's up. You know, we're going to have to put together a playlist for those of you who may not yes. be familiar with the early 2000s gospel. We need to do that for you. So <laughs> <Yeah>. yes, Yes. <laughs> so we're going to put some of y'all on game. Honor. Yes. <laughs> Well, is there anything else on your heart before we say goodbye to our sisters here? This has been so much fun. I think it's one of the reasons I love the QT episodes. They are just so much more chill, so much more relaxed, you know, and we just kind of get to talk a little bit about what's on our hearts and hope y'all can resonate with some part of it. And uh, yeah, anything else on your hearts today, Ty? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So as, as I was praying about joining Holy Spirit. put out of my heart when we talk about like actively willing ourselves to worship and why we should push past those distractions to do that that a benefit is that when we worship him that we're reminded that we were created in his image and that we have a place in his plan and so that worship gives us that sense of direction and purpose for our lives and it's like okay i don't feel so all over the place i know there's a god i already know that now i know and I'm reminded that he has a plan for me. And of course, Torn Wells comes to mind. He's gonna finish what he started, right? Yeah. And so I just wanted to share that, that benefit that our worship pulls us even more into his perfect plan for us.
0: Mm. I love that. That is so beautiful, you know. I mean, it really is because we are created in his image. And so, yes, sin came and we fell but our Lord has redeemed us. And at the end of the day, each and every person, whether they know him or not, is still created in his image. And when we really grasp that knowledge, it changes things. It changes the way that we treat people. It changes the way that we connect with him. It changes the way that we bring others who may or may not know him into prayer. And so I, I appreciate that you draw us back to that today. It directs everything else that we do. Mm-hmm. It changes everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you so much for being here, for giving us some time. This was a pleasure. It's so funny to hear about, you know, your stories early in the green room. So (laughs) that was a treat. (laughs) Like there's 30 people in here. What's happening right now? This was not a good plan. It's so fun. fun. But y'all, it is time for us to pray out and just let you get into the rest of your day. So let's get to it. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you and we praise you that we are made in your image and that because of that, you, Lord Jesus, continue to draw us to you. Holy Spirit, we thank you for leading us into all truth and righteousness and showing us how to shed all of those distractions, both within our personal time and within that time that we lead in front of others, so that we may worship you in spirit and in truth. It is our greatest desire to draw the attention back to you in everything that we do and everything that we say. So we ask that you would take us deeper into your word and your presence so that we can do just that. You are so gracious. You are so faithful and patient and loving. We can't get over it. And we thank you for that in Jesus' name.
1: Amen. Amen.
0: It is always so nice to spend a little quality time with you. If you have a moment, would you please head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Audible and leave a rating and review. It will help others find this podcast and be a blessing more than you know now in the meantime i am at candid lip and ty is that i am ty scott king we'll see you back next week